Welcome to the Breathe and Receive podcast. My name is Alicia McNeil, and I am here to help you manifest and enjoy the life, relationships, and business of your dreams. I believe that each one of us is uniquely designed, and as we become more aligned with the truth of who we are, life becomes much easier, and we get to simply sit back, breathe, and receive all that life has to offer to us. I hope you enjoy this episode and that it brings some entertainment, laughter, and transformation to your day. If it does, it would mean the world to me that you share it with a friend or tag me on social media. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the first episode of season three. In this season, you can expect wisdom, teachings, manifestation, law of attraction, spirituality, psychedelics, business growth. I mean, there are no topics off limits. I have so much that I want to share with you that I really intend to be supportive, whether it is entertaining and providing inspiration and laughter, or whether it is something that is actually actionable and provides a transformation for you throughout the day, or whether it is an experience, a meditation, a shift in your energetic state. I am super excited for this season, and in today's first episode, this is really for you if you want to hear an update on my life, what I've been up to in this past year, where I've been, and if you want to hear 10 lessons that I have learned or embodied and embraced in this past year with some different stories. I get a lot of questions from clients and and people on social media about my personal life and things that I'm learning and places that I've been. And this is really a space where I can share more in depth, where I have the time and the desire to share more about my, my own journey and my own world And before we get to the episode, I want to share with you a new offer that I'm so excited about. I'm trying not to be too loud because when I get really excited, I get really loud and the microphone makes the sound quality sound awful. So I'm very excited to share with you that a new program is coming out. It is beginning the first week of September, September 6th. It is called Create Once sell and serve infinitely. So this is for coaches, mentors, healers, even yoga instructors, personal trainers, people who want to have this online coaching business where you are generating thousands of dollars of cash a month and making a large impact. And beyond that, where you have this structure in your business that allows you to flow with a lot of effortlessness and a lot of free time and where you are marketing and selling and receiving clients and money in a very soul-led way. The main underlying and, and overlaying intention infused throughout this program is that your business and your love for your life get to intertwine. And in fact, the more that you love your life and love yourself 
and feel in connection with your soul, your spirit, the more that your business is going to thrive and you're going to actually have the energy and the motivation and the inspiration and creativity to create in your business, to market, to sell, to show up online. So inside of, I call it COSI, it's C-O-S-S-I, the acronym Create Once, Sell and Serve Infinitely. It's really, I'm taking you step by step to create your signature offer, your million dollar offer inside of the program. And then I teach you how to market it, how to sell it, and we do it. Together, throughout these two months, you are going to create your program, you're going to launch it, you're going to sell it, you're going to come to the Q&As and ask me questions, and, and we're going to move through it all together. So this is for you if you're new to business, or if you're a veteran and you have experience, but you want your business to flow in a more feminine-led way, where you still have that that. Uh, masculine energy structure, the structure that supports your business in a way where you're not just like this gypsy in la-la land, like being a fairy, which I have had my moments of being in fairyland and I, and I have had my moments in being in like full-on hustle mode and, and neither really served me or my business in a very high way. So infusing the two and creating this, this business that is soul-led, where your bliss and your joy and your love and your relationships amplify your work and they get to interfuse together. It is two months. We meet two to three times a week live together. You get access to the um, the trainings and the content for your for the rest of your life. So yeah, I'm very excited about it. And I just, I've been in work for, I've been doing this for over three and a half years and I've learned so much. So I'm really excited and grateful to be able to collapse the time for you and and the lessons that I've learned and the trial and the error and really teach you what works and what's simple and what's effective and what has allowed me to create this beautiful lifestyle where I have my dream business online where I have so much free time and income to travel and connect and and pursue my hobbies and uh, just so so much so I'm, I'm excited to share this for the greater good of all and I believe that if you feel a call to this and you feel a call to teach and serve and support others online then your message is needed there are people out there who need your message and who could really use your your words and your work and your wisdom and this is the title of the program right you get to really create something or a few things once and sell and serve it infinitely right impact people infinitely there's endless amounts of people that can be impacted through your art through your message through your wisdom so if you feel the call to this you can head to aliciamcneil.com forward slash cosi that's c-o-s-s-i you can also find the link in the description of my bio and there's a bundle that for there as well if you want my other money and business programs to be bundled at a discounted rate 
okay? Beyond that, the other way that you can work with me right now is one-on-one high-level mentorship where we dive deep into your own energetic system, your energetic field. We do energy healing, breath work. I, I use your human design and your astrology and all these different uh, maps to support you in living in alignment with the highest truth of who you are and manifesting anything that you want in this life. So if you feel called to that, you can find that link in the description as well. Okay, now let's get to the show. Hello. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to be back with you today on the Breathe and Receive podcast. It has been over a year. I believe the last episode I recorded was right before I moved to Costa Rica in April of 2021. So it's been a year and a few months And I had no idea that I'd be going dark on the podcast. (laughs) That sounds dark, but I had no idea that I would not be here with you uh, live and recording and sharing. And although I've stayed active on Instagram and I've started TikTok and that's been blowing up a bit, I am so excited to be back on the podcast and my intuition is, is... flowing so much through me. So I'm very, very, very excited to be back with you on a weekly basis, whether you are in your car, in your home, on a walk, whatever you're doing. I'm grateful that you're here. I'm grateful that you're listening. If you are a new listener or a returning listener, thank you for being here. And today I'm very excited to share with you some updates on where I've been, what I've been doing, and intertwining 10 lessons that I've learned in the past year, or 10 lessons that I I already have learned, but I've really, really embraced in the past year. And when I was coming up with this list, I realized that I could write literally a thousand lessons. I, I believe that every day I'm living, I I learn something new, whether it is walking down the street and seeing a beautiful flower and being reminded of the perfection and the divinity in life, in in natural effortless creation and and flow and and harmony. It's just how my brain works. And I'm sure some of you, your brain works the same way. You're always having analogies and, and, and learning things every moment of every day. So I really just am going to share the 10 that that stand out the most to me and that came to me first, okay? Before I hop into the lessons, I just want to give you a little update of what I've been up to in my life in regards to travel and relationships and business. So since we last met and had a little podcast date and I shared the episode of the palm tree which by the way has been the most downloaded and popular episode in the podcast to date so feel free to listen to that if you haven't yet I was off to Costa Rica and I booked a one-way flight and I was very excited to share that I booked a one-way flight and I ended up getting there and realizing a very big lesson that you should not actually book one-way flights out of countries because you need a return flight when you're entering the country to prove that you're not going to illegally immigrate there, that you're going to leave. So anyway, 
I finally get into Costa Rica with my return flight and I ended up staying there for eight months. And for one of those months, I ended up meeting up with a man who I was falling in love with and we traveled Mexico for five weeks together. Then I went back to Costa Rica. Then I flowed throughout the States to visit some family for the holidays. And this year in 2022, I have been all over. So I have been to Mexico twice, different areas. And I went to Belize for about a month. I learned how to scuba dive there, which has always been a dream of mine. And it was one of the most magical experiences I've ever had in my life. I actually overcame my fear of sharks, which if you know, I I have or had the greatest fear of sharks. I would have to close my eyes anytime I was in an aquarium and like hold on to someone with a death grip. And if someone showed me a video or a photo of a shark, a magazine, something on their phone, I literally would get so much anxiety and I'd have to look away. Well, I ended up swimming with sharks without knowing I would, and it was one of the most peaceful, sacred experiences of my life, and now I actually watch videos online of sharks, and I'm very fascinated, and that anxiety has pretty much completely gone away, so I'm very grateful for that, Um, and this year, beyond uh, Mexico and Belize, I am now flowing throughout some more of the states. My mom got married, so I visited her in Indiana for a few weeks. Oh, my Instacart. (laughs) I'm cracking up at the doorbell ringing when my groceries were delivered. One thing that you will notice about this podcast now from here on out is there's going to be no perfecting, no editing, just me being me, authentic, real, imperfect. And yeah, so I was in Indiana, then I visited one of my best friends in Grand Rapids, Michigan last week, and now I'm in Raleigh. So I'm visiting another one of my best friends, and moving forward, I'll be attending a wedding in Tennessee next weekend, and then I'm off to Colorado and Costa Rica. So I'll share a little bit how that manifested later on in this episode. But yeah, it has been quite the year of travel. It has been the best year of my life. And I truly believe that it's only going to keep getting better and better and better. When it comes to my relationships in the past year, I have developed and deepened the most beautiful soul sisters that it makes me tear up thinking about and talking about. My relationships with my clients and my community has never been deeper. And I've even fallen in love and then had a heartbreak moment or months, healed that, and have been exploring other relationships. So it has been quite the adventure in my relationships, and I couldn't be happier with where I'm at and and with all of the lessons I've learned there. And then in business, some updates. Oh my goodness, so much has happened in the past year. We graduated the first round of the coaching certification, which was previously titled the Master Manifestor Teacher Training. Then this year, I have started another round. The class of 2022 is graduating this month at the end in August. 
we decided to call it the Manifestation Queen Embodied Coach Certification this year. It's the same format. I'm just playing around with the branding and the name and, and what feels most aligning to what I'm bringing and what the outcome for all the clients are. And that's been such a beautiful process. Everyone's in their practicum sessions right now, actually practicing the tools that they've learned and, and practicing in real time with their clients before graduation. I have taught two business courses. One is highly popular, my Money Magnet program, which I taught last October after having many, many very successful months in my business. I have taught What Worthy Wise twice, which was previously named Love Embodied. Oh my gosh, so many master classes. It's just been so much. And if you've been along for the ride in my business and in some of my offerings, whether they were paid or free, I'm so grateful. And if you feel a call to working with me further in the future, I have a variety of options at all times. And they will all be linked in the description of this episode. Right now, I am mostly teaching a HEAL program. It's a breathwork journey program called the HEAL program. And in September, we're starting the Create Once, Sell and Serve Infinitely. This is a soul-aligned sales and strategy and marketing and money and business program. It's the how of how I run my business and how I create an income and a schedule that allows me to travel and have a lot of time to experience and enjoy life, but also create this impact and fulfill this deep part of my spiritual life purpose, serving others, creating, teaching, all of that. So that will all be linked in my bio. And then of course, I offer one-on-one high-level mentorship and I have a variety of options there. We have one-on-one up to six months and then I even have a one-on-one trial option where you can work one-on-one with me for a month at a very discounted rate and experience some of the magic for yourself. We can both get to know each other, create some rapid transformation in your life and then decide together if moving forward for another five months is the best fit. So, whoo. I just said a lot about what I've been up to, a little bit of what I'm up to now, and now let's move into the 10 things I've learned or embraced in the past year. So the first is that scary and exciting equals magic. Scary and exciting equals magic. Now, you may have heard me say this on the podcast before because I feel like I've been saying it for years, but... There is nothing I find to be more true. And I also feel like I say that a lot. There are a lot of truths to me. And although if we look at any statement and any truth, we can find evidence for for all truths to be correct and to be available. I truly, truly, truly believe that when something feels scary, it feels like an edge. It feels like ah, what could happen? What's on the other side of this? What, like, am I going to be judged? Am I going to fail? Am I going to make a mistake? But it also carries that energy and frequency of excitement of, wow, but what if it works out? What if it happens? What if it goes better than I could possibly imagine? What if I, I make it? What if it, it turns out better than I could even expect it to turn out? When you have both of those energies, 
I believe that magic happens and I've experienced this in my own life. Last year when I was moving to Costa Rica, I had so many fears of what if my business starts to fail and I have no money left to pay for where I'm staying and for my travel and for my food and I'll be in a foreign country. What if I don't know the language and because of that, well, of course I didn't know the language, but what if that's a barrier to me being there and to me communicating with people and getting around? What if I get really lonely and depressed and my old addictions come back? I had all of these fears, but then on the flip side, I had the excitement. I had the visions of joy and fun and playing in the ocean and and just bliss in my mind and the excitement of teaching breathwork around the world and the excitement of the unknown the excitement of travel of experiencing different cultures and i felt both of those energies and in the past it was extremely extremely easy or more natural and common for me to not take action. When I felt scare, scary energy, when I felt fear, no matter how exciting the opposite would be, I did not take action. And in fact, the exciting ideas of life going really good and me connecting with a lot of people and me loving life, that, that in and of itself was scary. It was like scary plus exciting plus the exciting is scary. Now now that I take the plunge, and when I did, when I went to Costa Rica, oh my goodness, you guys. I could create a five-hour episode on my move to Costa Rica and just how truly, truly, truly magical that one action step was. And it started out, you know, on the wrong foot in the sense that I was really excited. I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. Although I have fears, I'm going for it. And I arrive and I don't have my return flight. And they're like, we can't let you into the country. And I'm like, I'll buy my return flight now. And they didn't speak English. And oh my gosh, you guys, I got sent back to America, to Texas. I had to get a hotel room. I was told I was being sent back to Miami. So I already bought a flight from Miami to Costa Rica. And then I arrive in Texas. So I need to buy a flight from Texas to Costa Rica. So there was a lot happening in the beginning of me moving to Costa Rica that in that first day, it could have been very easy to give in and say, well, this just isn't flowing. This is bringing up too many fears, too many challenges. I'm just going to stop. But I held on to that higher vision and I could sense this deep knowing that what was coming up for me, those challenges were like the fears being expelled from my body. Like if I can move through this and still hold and commit to a higher vision, see that all of the challenges are just an illusion and the ease and the joy and the flow that I'm manifesting is really what I'm available for. 
it, it flowed. And once I landed in Costa Rica and I was there for a bit, I began to hear stories of other people whose first few days are, are kind of a, a chaotic initiation into this new level and new version of themselves that they're stepping into. So I experienced that and I moved through the fears and I held on to the excitement and oh my gosh, I mean, the connections I made, the soul sisters I made, the clients that came from that, that are now deep, deeply intertwined into my purpose and, and, um, my why, the cultures I experienced, the lovers that I've had enjoyable times with and, um, learned so many lessons from. I became more embodied in my feminine energy. I started to learn how to surf. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on, but I feel like there's no words that can truly describe the magic of that step and saying yes, because I had no idea. Like, I didn't know how I was going to make friends. I didn't know where I was going to live beyond the first month of getting there. I didn't know anything. I didn't know if I would even like it, but I sensed that I would, and I sensed that I'd make friends, and I sensed that I would figure out where to live, and it all flowed from there. I I learned how to be courageous and make friends, and now I'm more myself. I'm more confident. I can talk to anyone and everyone, and, and I wasn't necessarily that way before. I manifested a my dream home that I was visualizing in my mind within the first like week of being in, in the little beach town that I went to, that the second place I went, I mean, I could go on and on and on. So this doesn't just have to do with travel. It's just an example here. When I first started my business, it was so scary but there was also this exciting sense of what's on the other side? What if it works? What if I help people? What if I truly get to make an income and travel and work from anywhere in the world? And I took that leap, even though it was scary and exciting, and it turned into magic beyond what I could ever imagine. So if that resonates with you, great. I'm so excited. The second thing I've learned and embraced is that I freaking love humans and I love connection. I mean, of course, I've always loved humans, right? I love my family, I love my friends, but I mean, I've really learned that I love humans. In fact, connection is probably the highest or the second or third highest value of mine, truly. I mean... I have gotten to a place in my life where I have experienced financial freedom, where I have experienced uh, a fulfillment career, uh, or sorry, a fulfilling career. I have experienced this deep sense of love within myself. And whenever I've gotten to this place of just feeling so whole and so okay and happy with where I am, I realized that the only thing that really matters beyond that is connection. It's sharing my life with others. It's sharing the magic of the moment with others. And in fact, I realized that I don't even fully experience myself 
if I'm alone. It's really when I have that other person there as a reflection, as a connection, as a collaboration, as a way to banter and joke and all of that. So I love humans and I love connection and I have fully, fully embraced that. The third thing that I have learned or embraced is that opening to love after heartbreak is the greatest gift I can give myself. I experienced a pretty rough heartbreak back in grad school. Well, I would say like end of college and grad school. It was kind of like this two-year hot mess of we're dating, we're not dating. I feel like it was kind of this heartbreak the whole time. And it was really toxic. And I think once we cut off communication, not only did I experience this heartbreak with another, but it was really within myself. I was heartbroken of allowing myself to be treated that way for so long, of having such low standards, of going back to a person that wasn't treating me the way I deserved to be treated and not even knowing how I deserved to be treated. And I didn't realize at the time that I developed this deep fear of connecting deeply with another person, especially in a romantic way and having my heart broken. And last summer, I was doing this really fun exercise where I uh, write down a list of everything I want to experience in the second half of the year. So uh, I wrote a list of 55 things that I want to experience. And then I created a vision board. And when I looked at my vision board, instead of just looking at it, I began to imagine that I was in the photo. So I put on my vision board uh, like a couples that when I look at the photo, it felt very exciting and romantic and sexy. Um, People like couples in the water hugging and kissing and, you know, photos like that. And whenever I looked at it, and every morning, I would feel the feelings of being in that photo. And I realized in that moment, the first time I did that, that although I had been saying, I want to find love and I want to connect with someone on a deep level in a romantic way and in a sexual way, I had never allowed myself to actually feel what that would feel like in my body. And it was one of those aha moments where you just feel a shift in your body and it's like this breakthrough and this realization. So I started to play with that energy and I just truly let myself imagine and feel like I was being held, that I was seen, that I was loved for exactly who I am without needing to change the things that I judge about myself, the quirks the flaws, my voice, my level of enthusiasm, my career, my income, like not needing to change anything. I started to feel that I was loved and adored and appreciated and desired for who I was and that there was someone out there who is exactly what I was looking for. And at the time, I was looking for this. I wasn't looking to fall madly in love with my forever person. I was really calling in someone who I could connect with on a very deep soul level and just explore my body, explore my sexuality. Because I had spent quite a bit of time exploring my sexuality on my own, healing a lot of my sexual trauma. And I was ready to explore it with another 
like without having the pressure of dating long term and you know all all that comes with that so you guys literally within a few days I connected with someone who I already knew I mean, it's like our, our manifestations and our desires are already here, but they don't drop in until we're the vibrational match. I already knew this man, and he dropped in within a few days of me practicing that, and we ended up connecting, and this is the person who I traveled Mexico with, and I had fears. Like, I could feel myself putting up a wall and putting up blocks, and Every time I noticed it, I just tuned into that version of myself that was afraid. And I said, Alicia, this will be worth it. No matter what happens, I get to fully be in this moment, fully be in the love, fully be in the bliss without fearing what bad may happen. Because I don't want to live my whole life that way in fear. And oh my goodness, you guys, it was, oh gosh, it makes me emotional thinking about. It was just such a beautiful, beautiful time in my 2021 where I really just really let myself fall in love and experience a love beyond being with myself and being with friends and being with family. And it was just so beautiful. (laughs) And I'm sharing this here because I realized, like, things didn't end up working out with this person. And I, I experienced a heartbreak for a few months. And I'm very excited to share that that feels completely healed. And it's been healed for a while. Um, but I learned so much in the sense that I had closed myself off for so long, for years and years of truly feeling that love and allowing it in and allowing myself to love another and be loved by another. And now, even though my heart was broken over the winter, I realized that my heart wasn't shattered the way I used to think heartbreak shattered you but that my heart was actually stretched like a muscle. Like when we're lifting weights and our muscles stretch and they they break a little, but they break to rebuild stronger. And I realized that as I was healing during those winter months, my heart was just getting stronger and not stronger by putting walls up, but stronger by learning how to love even more, loving myself through the heartbreak, loving the other person. Although there were things that made me upset, I was developing this unconditional love. And it has, through that experience, instead of closing my heart, like I did in the past, I decided to let it be open and let myself myself stay open and available for love again. And oh my goodness, I mean, I just think anyone dating in life should listen to this section of the podcast because I truly believe and experience when 
we move through heartbreak and we hold a high vision for what we're available for. And we don't settle for anything less, it comes. And it actually makes moving on from the prior person a lot easier because personally, I've received examples of people who are even more in alignment with what it is that I value and what I desire. And yeah, love is on the horizon, you guys. I'm not gonna share anymore, but I'm feeling really good about this. And, and I've really learned and embraced that opening to love after heartbreak is the greatest gift I can give myself. When we close our hearts to love with others, we close love within ourselves. We, we close this, this dam that's shutting off the river of love that the universe wants to be flowing through us all the time. So if your heart is broken or breaking, my love is with you and just trust you're going to get through this. Time truly does heal all wounds and I'm here for you and I love you. The fourth thing I've learned or embraced in this past year is that travel is a part of my spiritual life purpose. And there's not much else I need to explain here. I just truly and personally know that experiencing different cultures and different humans and different foods and different sceneries and settings is is a part of my spiritual life purpose. It just feels so true to me. And for you, it may be travel. It may be painting. It may be a a variety of things. Um, But for me personally, it it really is a part of my, my spiritual life purpose. And I it's so cool because every time I move on from one travel experience to another, I feel more me and I feel more confident and more energized and more alive. And I don't really know how or what is creating that aside from me following my bliss and my joy. I'm becoming more and more myself and more and more aligned with my soul's mission, which is really cool. The fifth thing I've learned and embraced in the past year is that I don't know everything and experience will teach me. (laughs) I do not know everything and experience will teach me. Now, I have a perfect example of this because it's very easy for me to think I know everything, but my intuition can be very swayed by the, the thoughts of my mind, by my emotions, and there was this time Uh, about a month or a month and a half ago where I was in Mexico and my girlfriend invited me to go deep sea fishing with them in the morning and I just looked at her and I was like honestly that doesn't sound very fun and as she was like describing to me what we would do and she said, just meet my friends, then maybe you'll decide you want to come. And, and I, I wasn't saying I, it didn't sound fun to be rude. I'm just a very honest, blunt person. And I'm going to say yes to what I want to do. And I'm going to say no to what I don't want to do. And, and that's pretty simple. And I encourage you to do the same. And uh, she, it, guys, this is like a, a setting from a movie. So we're chatting, we're watching the sunset. We're watching people play volleyball. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me post that. Or you can go look at my Mexico highlight reel. You'll see us. We did it um, many nights. So we're sitting there. We're watching the sunset, the volleyball players. And she says, 
just meet my friends, then maybe you'll decide to come. And these two guys start jogging up from the ocean, like right at that moment. They sit down, and Louise, my friend, is like, okay, hey guys, this is Alicia. These are my friends. And uh, we're all going deep sea fishing tomorrow. And I begin to talk with these friends. And I'm like, okay, yeah, these guys seem really rad and fun. And um, then we part ways. They tell me, like, oh, you should come. It'd be so fun. And I'm talking to another girlfriend, and she says, Alicia, this is an experience. Like, isn't that why you're traveling? You should just go and see if you like it. So I'm like, fuck yeah, you're right. I'm going to go. Why would I pass up this beautiful opportunity? Even though I really thought that fishing would bore me. So, long story short, because this could be a very long story, the four of us go deep sea fishing the next day, and I kid you not, it was the most, one of the most fun days of my entire trip. (laughs) And it's so cute because all four of us kept repeating that over and over again. We ended up having so much fun deep sea fishing, and I thought I may be sad fishing, but it was such a sacred experience. I felt like I was Moana. Although Moana doesn't fish in the movie, I really felt like I was back in the primitive days where we were hunters and gatherers and we had to hunt for our own food. It was beautiful, and now I only want to eat fish when it comes directly from the sea or directly from the lake in a wild-caught way. Um, we, we caught these four huge fish. I reeled one in. We have this really cool photo of me reeling in a mahi. And we swam in the deep sea. It was crystal clear. We saw all of these giant sea turtles having this, like, orgy. <laughs> it's mating season. So they were, like, giant sea turtles having sex everywhere. It was very funny. We saw hundreds of dolphins swimming around. We got up and we got on motorbikes um, and we watched the sunrise as we were riding in and going out on the boat. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. Then we get back. We have all of this fish. We took probably like an eighth of it and the families and the fishermen took the rest to, to give to, to their families and to sell, which felt really good to, to just be able to give that to them. And we ended up inviting about 10 of our friends that evening to this restaurant, and this restaurant right on the beach cooked the fish for us. And we just had a really incredible day. And I'm sharing this because I truly thought, like, mm, I'm not going to enjoy this. But what do I know? I don't know everything, and experience will teach me. Now, I could have easily gone on that boat and realized, you know what, I really don't like deep-sea fishing. But that would have taught me that, that lesson. And I truly have learned to not judge anything before I experience it, unless it's a hard no and it's like a full body no and I'm not even considering it, then of course I'm not going to do it. But everything else, why not? Why not experience it? Because that the memories we made that day will last a lifetime and I've gained some very incredible friends who will be in my life for a very long time. I'm sure of it. Okay. <laughs> 
sixth thing that I have learned or embraced in the past year is that I am a master manifester. Now, I don't want these lessons to just apply to me. I, I, I want them to apply to you as well. But I'm sharing this here because you also get to embrace the truth that you're a master manifester. In fact, all of us are master manifestors. In every moment of every day, we are manifesting. And I have an incredible training on this within uh, the Money Magnet program and the Quantum Intelligence program where I show you how we're always manifesting, whether it's things we like or things we don't like. And the more I practice manifesting and really training my thoughts to be focused on only what I do intend to experience. And beyond that, embodying the energy that everything I desire exists here and now, it's already here. Even though I may not be able to see it with my physical eyes, it's actually here. And marinating in the enjoyment of my desires already being here has allowed me to collapse time and literally manifest anything and everything I want. Like, I, every day, all the time, I'm manifesting friends, trips, uh, clients, creative ideas, viral videos. I mean, I can't even, I, it's like I'm tripping up over my words right now because it's everything that I'm, I'm manifesting. And yeah, I've just learned that I'm really fucking good at what I do. And I, I'm hesitant to share this because it, it, I sense that it can be a bit triggering to hear someone say that for some people. But I just really encourage you to embody that truth that you get to be really fucking good at what you do too. And if you want to be a masterful manifester where you are manifesting your dream life and dream relationships and dream career, every moment of every day you get to create that. Because if I can create it from coming from where I was to where I am now, you get to create it as well. The seventh thing that I've learned or embraced in the past year is embracing the seasons of life, love, and business with trust and faith. This past winter, I went through such a confusion of like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? What do I want? Do I even want to be an entrepreneur anymore? Like, I really was in that space of, like, should I just quit and be a bartender? Because that's always sounded fun. And I realized that that was just a season and that things need to break down in order to rebuild. And I just had trust and faith that the creative ideas would flow again and that my my pull and my why for doing what it is that I do in the world will be ignited again. And we can really see this in nature. Like in the winter, the leaves die and fall. Plants die. But then in the spring, they're rebirthed. And they blossom and they bloom. And then in the summer, they really have this beautiful, fiery energy. And 
that actually happens in our own lives. There are seasons of life and seasons of love and seasons of business. So I've really been able to drop into this deep space of trust and faith and those moments where I'm unsure and uncertain if I'm on the right path, if I'm on my soul's path, if I'm doing what what I'm meant to be doing, if I'm in the right space or place with certain people. That trust and faith has really supported me through some very dark times this past year. And it's allowed me to move through dark times and challenge with a sense of uh, like pleasure at the same time. It, it's, it's odd because I have had times people ask me like, Alicia, is it always sunshine and rainbows in your life? And although it is the majority of the time, of course I go through seasons of grief and shadow and things breaking down in order to rebuild in a more aligning way. And when I have this trust and faith and connection to God or the divine, the universe, it allows this texture of pleasure and excitement and uh, trust and joy to underlie the, the pain and the heartache as well. And beyond like seasons of death, there are seasons of pleasure, right? So for example, these past six months, the first six months of 2022, I have been full on traveling and falling in love with life. And there was a part of me that felt a bit of guilt for guilt and confusion, maybe shame for not feeling a strong pull to create in my business. How I set up my year is I I launched quite a few programs in the beginning of the year. So I've set up my year to have enough income to support me and my needs and my rent and my travel. And I remember I was on the phone with my girlfriend, Erica, who I'm actually visiting right now. And I was telling her, like, I just haven't been very motivated to create things in my business. And she said, Alicia, there are seasons of your business. There are seasons of life. And it's okay. Like you're in a season of loving your life, of falling in love with life. And that just really hit home with me because she was right. The past six months have been the season of really like falling in love with life more than I ever have in my life. Falling in love with myself more than I ever have. And with humans and with nature. And I've realized that although I wasn't creating very much in my business beyond serving my clients and I was still creating some things. It just wasn't to the level that I'm used to. Um, I have been fueling this fire. It's like I've been placing all of these logs and, and sparking a fire and sparking it and sparking it and sparking it. And now that I've had such beautiful experiences where I'm like, oh my God, everyone can experience life this way in such this beautiful, blissful way if they want to. Now the fire is like blazing and burning and I'm totally in the summer energy of creation and of uh, just this fire burning in my business to create and share and feel actually motivated to... um, attract clients and and um 
and attract clients into group programs and one-on-one offerings because although I have invited them in in the past six months, I haven't felt a strong motivation for it. It was just like I was doing it because I felt like I should, but I didn't feel this deep, deep yes, this heat, this fire, and now I do. And um, yeah, I've just really learned to trust that and, and let it flow, just like how in the female body we have four weeks Uh, in cycles and every week there is um, like our hormones change and our energy levels change and everything changes on a greater scale there are these seasons in all of these areas of our life and we get to embrace that so I hope that is helpful if it resonates with you the eighth thing that I've learned or embraced in this past year is that embodiment is the most magnetizing force. So I've shared this earlier, how I was embodying the feeling of this man like loving and embracing and desiring me exactly for who I am. And my thoughts, my feelings, my beliefs, and my actions were all aligned with that desired outcome. And that's why it magnetized to me so quickly. And this happens with anything and everything, right? We really get to collapse time and embody the version of ourselves and the reality that we want. And then we just leap into that quantum field, that parallel reality where it already exists. And it it magnetizes to us rather than, than us needing to go out and grab it or chase it or work hard for it. The ninth thing that I have learned or embraced in this past year is that living in bliss is okay and a gift to all. Living in bliss is okay and a gift to all. And of course, I see 44.4 when I'm saying this because that's my favorite angel number. This is another one that I... Actually, I didn't even feel hesitant to share. I'm, I'm actually very excited to share it. But I sense that there will be different opinions. And what I want to share here is that there's a level of consciousness beyond duality and and beyond this, like what feels to me as this first level of healing where we learn how to manage our our thoughts and what's right and what's wrong and what's good and what's bad and uh, what's black and what's white. And there's a level beyond that duality that's non-duality it's this unified field of the divine of consciousness of awake awareness of oneness with god and the universe and in this level of consciousness to me it feels and is experienced as as the sense of I am so in tune with my thoughts and my emotions and I know how to shift them in any given moment to experience the bliss of this moment. And I can drop into this field of joy and bliss and peace and appreciation at any moment. And it's quite effortless for me. And... I can rest in that state for extensive periods of time. And as I rest in that state and I allow myself to be seen in that state, everyone around me is elevated. 
I evoke the bliss in others just by being myself. And this can be with people online, people on the phone, people over text, people over social media. My frequency is transmitting a very high vibration of love and uh, joy in the now moment. And that is sending that frequency out to other people. So it's, it's actually gifting people, even people who I'm sitting next to in a coffee shop or on a plane. And the reason that I, there was why I sensed there could be some um, contradicting beliefs here is because there is a truth that things in the personal development realm can be toxic positivity. And toxic positivity is real. And, and the easiest way I can explain toxic positivity is let's say you're going through a very challenging emotion, a challenging experience, and someone says, well, just think positive. Just like believe it's going to be okay. And, and um, you're avoiding moving through the shadow of what's ex- being experienced, and you're avoiding moving through the trauma of what's in the body. So it's very important to move through the trauma that's stored in the body and not just think positive as a way to get out of where you are. But then you reach this place where you've done so much trauma healing and so much cleansing and clearing of your energy field that your resting point is joy and peace and non-duality and, um, and connection to the divine. And from that state... You, you know, I know that if I begin to experience a sense of stress or anxiety or fear, I, I automatically know it, my mind created that or I'm, I'm feeling an energy that's not mine. And I can very quickly catch it and shift it back to this resting state. It's actually not true that we have to learn through challenge and through these very intense emotions because we can get caught there and think, oh my gosh, I'm beginning to feel a sensation of anxiety. I really need to go into it and feel all the way through it and breathe all the way through it. When you can actually just subtly zoom out and shift back into uh, this, like uh, Locke Kelly calls it shifting into freedom. It's like shifting into this uh, expanded state of love. Um, so I used to fear living fully in bliss. Like I was avoiding something or, um, like who's that happy that often and what are people going to think? Am I going to be annoying with how happy I am? And I've just really embraced it. And I, you know, when I get my coffee at the coffee shop this morning, I was chatting with the coffee people and, and I, sometimes I still feel like, oh, maybe my joy is too much, but then I just come back to, it's okay. It's okay to live in that blissful state and to be myself and to not fake it, but when I'm really, really feeling that, to, to fully embrace it and allow it to be a gift to all. So that was a huge lesson that I've, I've learned this year. And, and, you know, bliss and love and joy really is the most magnetizing energy of all. So 
it, it feels really fun and exciting to be in this place where um, I've done a lot of the inner healing and I don't need to be looking or searching to heal anything else. And if something comes up, then of course I'll move through it and, and work through it and feel through it and heal it. But it's not my job to seek healing. It's actually my, my greatest job to love where I am right here and now, who I am right here and now, enjoy my life and let inspired action flow from that place. Okay. And the 10th thing that I've learned and embraced this year is that I am supported by and one with the divine and that I am the source of my own joy. Now this kind of flows with number nine, living in bliss is okay and a gift to all. But something's just really shifted within my consciousness and, and my mind and my body in this past year where I just feel such a deep connection with God, the universe. It feels like this loving presence that's within me and around me, this, this connection and relationship that will never go away and will always be with me when I'm on a walk, when I'm traveling, when I'm on an airplane, when I'm on the toilet, when I'm cooking, when I'm in an argument, when I'm stressed, like that, that will always be with me. And the quicker I am to actually surrender any worries and fears and desires over to this greater energy that is within and around me, the quicker things shift and the quicker things happen and the the more I feel supported and trusting and peaceful and the more evidence of miracles and magic I experience in my life. So I just shared a lot. I'm going to take a sip of tea. I invite you to do the same with any beverage you have. (laughs) I hope that Anything I shared in this episode spoke to you, inspired you, made you feel entertained, ignited something in you, maybe made you laugh, whatever it may be. It would mean the world to me if you connected with me on Instagram at Alicia McNeil and at breathe and receive underscore. Shoot me a message. Tell me what you thought. You know I love human connection, so I will be super giddy and excited to see your face and say hello and and connect with you a bit on social media. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day, and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend or tagged me on social media. I love you and I hope you have a beautiful, magical day.